Here, mate, you've just made a big fucking mistake. <laughs> Welcome to the Blethered Podcast. This is episode 11, and my guest is illustrator, social media madman, artist, all round good guy, Paul Doc. This episode's quite different from the rest so far, and that this is a recording of what was mainly just us having a conversation and talking about a whole load of different things, ranging from Paul's comedy videos on Twitter, social media, working with the BBC, to general opinions on life in Scottish society, Paul's general life, what people won't know. There was loads. Um, it was great fun to record, and one thing that is an absolute certainty is Paul is an absolutely brilliant, likable guy. Uh, I always say there's people out there, sometimes you can just see goodness and niceness shining at them. Uh, Paul's one of those guys. You just want to hang about with him and get a laugh, and that's something that uh, I was fortunate enough to do. Uh, now it's time for the disclaimer. The original two locations that we had for recording were taken away from us. Basically, as we went to get started, we ended up at a quiet, empty bar for a bit of food. It was great. It was empty. We'd sat down 10, 15 minutes, and then all of a sudden, half of Glasgow decided to pile in for a Sunday sesh. Now, we decided to stick it out, but it was noisy. It was really noisy. It's something that the mic has unfortunately picked up. I've done my best to fix it as much as possible, but if it does your head in, uh, I understand, and I'm sorry. Uh, now that we've got that out of the way, let's just get going. I hope you enjoy. Paul Doc, thanks very much for joining. Hi, happy to be here, eh? Just the usual intro, if you don't mind introducing yourself for anybody who doesn't know, know you or have you on social media. Uh, I'm Paul Doc, I make daft videos, uh, say some stupid stuff on Twitter, uh, Aye, pretty much it. <laughs> you've got you've got a massive like following on social media through I'd imagine mainly your daft videos. Aye. How how did that kinda of start? Did you start making videos and putting them out there or um I've been doing them for a while actually. I was doing like shoot things for a while like that, making me videos. Um and then I was like sticking them up on Twitter but I think it was just a point where they just like kicked off. Like there was certain ones that just kind of took off at one point, and it was literally like overnight. I think it was last year at like February or something. I put up some videos, and then uh, I was sitting in my flat, and my phone was just going off, and I was like, "So fuck, I just done this off." But I was actually trying to make them as like uh, I was trying to make these wee animations for uh, Joy Boy. Well, well, like. I did illustration of like Dundee or whatever, so I was trying to make these wee illustri- like these wee animation things, and then I was going to put the voices over them, like a bit like the Davy Swap has, like piece and pound coins kind of thing. Aye, aye. And then I recorded all this stuff and just like stupid characters, and then I was like, ah, oh, fuck, like I'll just stick these up anyway, whatever. But I, I'm trying to get back and do some animations at some point, though. Aye, aye that'd be cool. Is it a lot of your? You do a lot of things with the BBC now. What's the deal with that? Like, do they commission you to just go and make funny videos, or do they take what you've already made? Um, there's like some processes like you can send in stuff and ask them for feedback and stuff but for the last while I've been kind of just like making things and then seeing if they want them or whatever I send uh-huh. them a hang and then it's like sometimes I'm like I've sworn it or it's a pure stupid subject and I'm like 
they're not going to want this at all. It's a stupid business to do that for them. But if I do something more like direct or normal or whatever, right. like as I, I, so, I sent some stuff to that a uh, uni lad or whatever. Uni lad. Yeah. I had some stuff with them. So it's so oh, so that's the best thing because they put the videos up. I done that like Harry Potter one with them, and then uh, every time they post it, I get like hundreds of people just messaging me pure abuse like guys from them and stuff like that that's the best it's just happened like two three days like two days ago or something they put it up again because I was like went on Instagram and then I had all these like messages for people being pure angry and I was like because you took the piss out of Harry Potter aye aye uh, <laughs> I think people think he's a real guy or something <laughs> <laughs> sorry I have to say I'm, I'm no well so I might cough I sound a bit terrible for anybody if I'm annoying anybody with my coughing Um you said there about people giving you dogs abuse for slagging Harry Potter. Aye. Social media is like, what's your thoughts? I know this is a very vague question. What do you think about it? What do you think about social media? Because you need it to... I guess it's a, it's a, it's a useful tool. Like, I've done this... Uh, I was telling you i done that this talk thing Aye. through and Dundee about it, and it was like um, Petra Kutcher, which is quite class. It's like a... It's kind of like a, a kind of mini TED Talk thing, and then... They asked me up to do it, and I was like, what the fuck am I going to speak about? Like, <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot, right? So I agreed to do this thing, and I talked about, like, social media, but I think it's quite interesting, like, it can be used as a tool. Like, a lot of people, I know so many people that delete it, and even a lot of people over New Year deleted it. Mm-hmm. It's like a kind of New Year's resolution, because I think a lot of people think, like, Instagram and Facebook quite, uh, it can take up so much time, and right. it's such a time waster kind of thing for a lot of people, but I think if you can harness it as a tool, like, and use the benefits of it, like, Facebook I only really use for seeing people's birthdays and maybe Hi. events or a married sound I don't really go on that much but then like Twitter can be used to share things uh, and get to a lot of people and even just like building a bit of an audience for things because as someone who does like art mm-hmm. there's a lot of people I know through the art school which I noticed who are like amazing artists very good people are doing these things but they don't get their work out there and they don't really want it Aye. they kind of keep it themselves and it's kind of like putting their work up in an empty room like in a room or whatever and then just try to get people to come in a wee bit or whatever Aye. but you have to really like you can find a way to get out like I'm kind of alright we are sometimes like I'm, I make some things that I quite like and then sometimes I'm like, like I should probably work on it more mm-hmm. but being, if you can use something like social media as a tool which is so useful for me just to use as a tool to get Aye. get out to people because I his has it made like I, hope, I don't mean this in a cheeky way but does it make you good money like see the BBC stuff and that is it is it something that's worth your while or is it you know for like a, for like a longer term goal in terms of you know building that audience like what is it that drives you to continue doing it because you get pelters don't you you have a massive <laughs> that is, that's <laughs> currently such a negative slant because you have such a big fan base and obviously I'm part of that as well I'm a big fan Um but there is also that downside. Aye. So do you ever? Is there ever times when you do just think, "Fuck this!" Like I can't be bothered with this. Um, there's benefits. To it. There's a lot of benefits. Like it's a wee bit of money for things. Like uh, I can't make pure huge, huge amounts of money off it. It's decent for the amount of time I can put in, Aye. and then obviously get like speak to people through businesses who want maybe like me to do something for them for like a like illustration or something like that. So that's cool. I'm just laughing because I was, uh, sorry, just as you were talking, I had in my mind, because I was going to recommend videos of yours for people to watch, and the two I thought was the fighting tutorial <laughs> in your room, and like the other one, 
the guy who doesn't understand what getting creative juice is flowing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just thought I distracted Paul so I started laughing because I remembered a couple of these videos. Um, sorry. No, no, it sounded the same. No, it's useful for tons of things like that. Like, as in, like, the, the money's kind of like just a bit like. It's, it's a bonus with doing things like that and, and getting options and speaking to people and a lot of the kind of networking things and speaking to people are quite fun yeah. for it. Um, oh. mm-hmm. Is there an interest in that's like off, as you mentioned, networking, making mm-hmm. new contacts? Like, you had any offers to do anything new? That... Um, a few things. Like, sometimes, like, I've, I've had people, like, uh, uh, that run kind of like comedy club things saying to me, do you want to do this? And I'm a bit like, it's cool, it's an interesting option. Uh, I'm more interested in speak to these people like this, as well as, um, like, I went to this opening of the kind of tenants, uh, like, like a tenants thing event recently, which is quite cool, uh, like uh, a, a visiting centre kind of thing. Or cool. So things like that, just like wee small, wee small things that are just fun to go along, and then you meet people there, uh, you meet people from the business, and then they speak to you about stuff, and then, uh, so like I was talking to some of the guys for that afterwards, and you meet a few kind of like people that are, might be useful because it's like it's a lot of the, the creative industry is just networking with people and interacting aye. and seeing what you can do for folk and okay, so you know oh, Paul Black aye. friend of the podcast friend of the podcast guest, he uh, he's sold out he's a corporate sellout now did you see his advert for Transmit Festival well, I've done one as well mate. <laughs> 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 what did you do I got, I got one on Instagram mine's on Twitter uh, is it aye I know, I feel like a traitor. You can cut this out if you want. If you no, want this to... is staying in. You've, you've <laughs> I'm scrolling on your Twitter right now. Did they give you a ticket for it? This uh, is good exposure aye. for them anyways. It's uh, good exposure I get. Well, do you know what the podcast has had? Seeing, uh, so it, what are we, now six weeks, it's aye. had like 12,000 downloads now. Mm-hmm. Or just mm-hmm. under it. So, transmit, if you're listening, I would also like a ticket. Because the majority aye. of the listeners, like 90% of the listeners are like West of Scotland aye and that's their target audience so they should be getting me in wait a minute so what did you say because I'm literally searching your Twitter right now it's like I think it was like yesterday quite early in the morning did they just get in touch with you and go will you mention this and we'll give you tickets aye well it's you talk about the thing uh, I don't know if <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've ever wanted to say that I don't know if I've ever wanted to do it here it's here Paul Doc 93 Everyone keeps asking who's playing Transmit Fest. Well, we get to decide hashtag who's playing. Watch the Facebook Live video at 5pm on Monday 18th February for the chance to win free tickets via Utility Energy. Transmit have agreed to let me hug Lewis Capaldi for tweeting this ad. <laughs> you have to tag up the facts and add and all these kind of things or whatever, right? Uh, but, I don't know, it's... it's it was something I wanted I mean I was going to I was wanting to go to Transmit anyway it's things like that when there's exciting things that you wanted to do anyway cool. so it's fun things because it's like I, w- I recently done a thing for like a, a food place in Dundee just like a, a, they, they, they were like I'd do like a free meal kind of thing and then me and my pal were just like sitting in class and we were like fuck it we'd go along get a free meal or it kind of thing which and is literally all you had to do was tweet about them aye just post a new thing about it which is like it was, it's like whatever kind of thing like it's no like it's something I wasn't going to do anyway like I wasn't like I was going to 
like I, it's not like I'm selling like waist trainers or like laxing teas or trying to like trick people into doing something they know like people want to go to Transmit and I wanted to go to Transmit anyway kind of thing I was like I'll jump along and see what's going kind of thing has but anybody tried to recruit you for like any pyramid schemes or anything like that I like not those sort of teeth, teeth whitening teeth <laughs> whitening <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I don't want to mention any brands <laughs> And speak disparage about them, but like, uh, nobody's coming to me for uh, teeth adverts. I'll tell you that. No. Right? <laughs> 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 well, you never know. Um, aye, the transmit one's good. So what, what I like to do though is, I think it's funny. Is I fucking I went, <laughs> and it's exactly what you're doing. The news is just mention a company, right? Aye. Mention somebody, and then see if in retrospect they will just give you something. Just aye, go like, right, fucking. Like, I'm drinking I'm drinking a beer right now and uh, could be your company I thought uh, in the last episode with Joe Hewlett Aye. we were talking about Iron Brew for ages mm-hmm. like, uh, we kept mentioning Iron Brew and he was saying like, oh, maybe Iron Brew will sponsor you Aye. but then we pure slaughtered him for taking, <laughs> taking the sugar out so I was like probably not so I've like probably that. been I'll be blacklisted because I keep DMing him on Twitter like, asking when they'll bring back the full sugar I still don't get why they did that. And I know why they did it, but they just they didn't have to do it. It's Iron Brew bars, mate. That's the that's main thing. It's Iron Brew, the, the Iron Brew 32. I was tweeting about that. We were ages, talking man. about it, yeah. Iron Brew 32 is the thing. That's the, that's the best thing, man. That was pure. I don't know what made them fucking take that away, but it was like out, and it was everywhere. There was adverts, and then it just aye. disappeared but, overnight. Because we, uh, we were talking about that, I mean, Joe. Aye. Uh, I think he said he went on a tour of the bar factory and they gave him like loads of cases of that fiery iron brew, remember that? Aye, aye. Iron brew, if you're listening, and if any representatives of iron brew are listening, must shut up. Um, please sponsor me. Bring back iron brew, brew do. I'm drinking sugar free iron brew right now. Diet. Um, who would you, what would be your ideal brand to work with? Um, you're saying that you mentioned stuff you actually like. She's turning out like a fucking hashtag influencer. <laughs> I know, I feel like I'm like a Jordan Show guy, just trying to like tag <laughs> yeah. as many stupid fucking advertisements in. No, um, I don't know, like, I think I like to work with. Um, there's some kind of clothing brands, there's like. I, I was wanting to like make t shirts through something at some point, mm-hmm. so I'm making these like t shirts at the moment, selling kind of designs and selling kind of stuff, and I was a bit like. I wanted to work with an actual company, that would be cool to meet people that are actually making these through like a shop or something and make designs because like chopping stuff up or whatever and seeing see what happens but um, there's guys in Dundee that are quite interesting actually, this isn't a paid ad, uh, just, like, I just I always, I think I always try and like rep all the stuff in Dundee that, that try and like back up things in Dundee because there's a lot of interesting guys in Dundee that I'm like, I like this and anytime I'm speaking to people through Glasgow, people will be a bit like what's fucking happening in Dundee pure like highest pregnancy rate highest like drug rate in Scotland and all that shit and I'm like is the highest team pregnancy thing true or is that a myth fuck knows man I went I went here uh, I went a big trek here the back of Dundee recently right, a couple of months ago and uh, I honestly passed like went up near the back and I honestly passed like 50 lasses with like my age with like prams like double prams and all sorts uh, of shit and I was uh, like and I was like I think this might be true and that's exactly I always remember my modern studies teacher saying it aye and when I was like 11 I like 11 or 12 and I think I remember thinking like pregnancy contagious or something and there's just like an outbreak in Dundee I didn't understand it Um 
Probably, probably you, better explain to people why you why you're even mentioning Dundee. What what is it you what are you currently studying and where? Aye, so I study illustration at DJ CAD in Dundee. Uh, it's actually quite an interesting line, like Dundee's quite I don't know, it's quite like uh, up and coming with the arts and stuff now. They just opened the big V and A. Um, what is that? Uh, it's like a um, oh, what's it called again? I forget the, I forget what the abbreviation is. Uh, I again. sound like a pure idiot, but just all of a sudden I, I saw people putting stuff up. Oh, DNA, and I was like, it just looks like a science centre to me. It's like a big design museum, right? And it's a, it's made by the architect for it is this guy Kengo Kuma. He's like this Japanese guy. I seen. I was from. I was from Japan like two years ago, like in summer, oh, yeah. and uh, he's got buildings through there. I think as well, something like. That. Um, I can't remember which ones, but <laughs> he's, he makes these things. It's a nice building, right? Um, but they've got a lot of kind of things like they're trying to develop a lot of different things like that Petrukutjang the creative Dundee folk have got stuff there's a, a DCA that's got like a kind of art gallery which is next to the art school plus the art school's doing a lot of stuff they're quite like I don't know I was most excited about DJ Cad out of all the places that I was like looking at mm-hmm. for the art schools kind of things because it's like Glasgow's cool and stuff like that as well GSA right. and all the places are cool but DJ Cad seems to be a wee bit kind of like it wants people to be doing different things, new stuff, it's trying to push stuff and it's trying to kind of carry stuff forward. So I always kind of like, I like talking about it to people because a lot of people maybe, I heard about it a while ago from some people who were all really advocates of it kind of thing and then the longer I've been there the more I'm like actually this is really interesting and it's a good place to be and it's a really nice environment plus you're merged with like the uni so you, you interact with folk that are like doing fucking history medicine all right, sorts of stuff so you meet all sorts of folk and it's like it's kind of a big kind of like big campus where you meet everyone like like I was saying I, played with the, I was playing with the football team through there and stuff as well and I didn't really know if I had that option in any other art schools kind of thing I don't think I don't think it's really as crossed over as aye, much aye. but um, but I I saw the illustration through there um, I went to so I went to the, the opening weekend of the V&A like it's a big design kind of the big time museum right. went to the opening weekend of that and it was quite funny because it was like there was a lot of people that just seemed like disappointed with it and even in Dundee there's always these people it's like it's a big class building right? it looks quite cool it looks interesting it's just an interesting building it's like Aye. something you wouldn't see anywhere else Aye. so it's cool to go into it's got a big open space inside it's got these two galleries it's got like kind of Scottish design exhibit and stuff like this um, but then I was like walking around it I was telling people this, I thought it was funny, I was like walking around it and um, we passed this total like, like, glammed up, kind of like Prosecco more kind of thing, right? She's total like, uh, total like makeup on, wee kind of clutch bag heels on, walking along and out with her husband kind of thing and then she was like, so disappointed, she was like, ah, it's alright but... I won't be coming back anytime soon. <laughs> and I was like, what the f- what, what, what <laughs> you expect? It's, it's nice, like, it's cool, right? But I think everyone's like, like, I have such big expectations there, uh, or like... Dundee's answer to Harvey Nichols or something. Yeah, or people think that it's, aye, like it's a big massive Prosecco bar, right? Like, uh, <laughs> fucking, like, that's how I think she thought, but I think people think it's going to be like, it's absolutely, people think it's absolutely amazing, or it's, it's real shite and it's a letdown kind of thing but I, I think it's, it's cool it's interesting I mean it's like an interesting place and it's, it's a big thing for the city and it's uh, it's not going to like it's not going to solve all the problems I know the, the city talks a lot about like the homelessness and stuff like this mm-hmm. in the city at the moment uh, and a lot of people are bringing that up which is a good like is a good point or whatever because people are maybe trying to like worry that that's getting washed over a bit or whatever but um, 
Aye, it is an interesting building and it's a cool thing to have in a, in a city and it's, it kind of shows a wee bit of progress in the arts community. It's, it's exciting at least for a lot of people in the arts community and a lot of people coming into it. But mm-hmm. is it like? Do you think would you stay there? Like when you finished? How long have you got left, study? I've got a couple of months left. I'm oh finished, really? And then that's you. I finished. Um, um, I go back definitely. I think just because I've been there for about three years at the mm-hmm. moment and I don't want to feel like I'm hanging about the art school afterwards kind uh, of thing because it's quite like a, a, a pal of mine was up there staying for like work a guy used to work with me and he said he was working up there for a while and he said like he didn't see much of it he was like oh, there's not much going on in the city and I kind of like I, I realised this point it's a bit like sometimes the student element I'd, I'd maybe struggle to like separate yourself with that a wee bit because there's a big student kind of party kind of scene and then there's like rooms and stuff which are good as right. well but I think when I finish I'd maybe like to be like I'll move somewhere else for a wee bit at least because I wouldn't want to feel like I finished and then I'm still in the city that I was studying right. in kind of thing I'd like to maybe go on but Something new. it is a cool place and a lot of people are setting up like good businesses like the guys I was going to say were like Cartacon and Dundee it's like the kind of they, they've got this like shop right, okay. it's quite close to the uni and stuff like that and it's like I hadn't heard of them until I went to Dundee and there was like quite a big thing they put on like events and like DJ things and stuff like that uh, but they do like nice t-shirts and they sell a lot of cool brands in their shop it's a wee kind of unit and it's it's pretty cool mm-hmm. they're like Dundee based and they're interesting I've, but it's somewhere I've never been I've, I've, I've been to Dundee to Tanadice and Dens Park mm-hmm. for, for the football but I've never actually been into the city mm-hmm. I think I was near it for a wedding. That's as close as I've got to it. Mm-hmm. Is it worth, like, be honest, is it worth, like, my time, for example, going through for a weekend? Aye, aye. Oh, there's a I, lot I, of things that's, going on. Hold on, sorry, that sounded... <laughs> how arrogant did that sound? Like, be honest, right, if you're sneering, be honest. Is it worth my time? I don't mean that. I mean, like... <laughs> you know what I mean, don't you? Is it, like, a good night out, for example? Aye, aye. It's a class night out, right? There's a... There's reading rooms, uh, which is I'm like, that's kind of like they are, they are like, for people who know for Dundee, it's kind of like, or like people, for Glasgow folk, it's kind of like subby for right, okay. Dundee, it's outside, it's class week club, uh, puts on a lot of good events and stuff like that, and I think it's kind of getting a bit fucked over at the moment, they're trying to, it's like, they're kind, I think they're trying to do kind of what happened to Archers in Glasgow, right, aye. to that, a wee bit at the moment, and it's like, as in... The people that run it are, trick, are keeping it open and doing a good job or whatever, but I think there's like police kind of clamp doing anything or something yeah. like that. They're kind of pretty, which is kind of gotten because it's a cool, it's a good club, it's class, and it's one of the best things Dundee's like got club wise. It's best, probably the best thing I um, for things like that. But there's a lot of other events, but there's tons of there's tons of things going on every weekend, and there's always tons and tons of like local DJs playing things, beat generator things on it. Like there's a place church which has things on as well. Um, even just the local clubs and stuff like that as well. Um, I was in, I was in that. <laughs> I was out for my birthday that night, out, like that, like that week, like second of February or something like that, right? And uh, I was out with my pals, and I was in that club with the last like our face bit. Did you see that? Uh, is this recent? Is this recent, mate? Aye. She got a face button. Face button, mate. It was mental. What? Wait a minute. What is her last? Is there another story this or is this you just saying that's where you were? I was I was at the club and then this happened and I came outside and there was police oh, everywhere. Oh, really? I was like, aye, fucking. Oh my god. Dundee face button. Google it. Why was a f- why did that happen, do you know? 
Um, don't have a clue, man. Fucking. When I first came through to Dundee, there was a guy shot with a crossbow, right? And then. Oh my god. A woman has been arrested for assault after a clubber allegedly had her face bitten in a city centre venue. It's fucking insane, mate. Fuck's sake. Sorry, what were you going to say there? Oh my god, look at that. For the benefit of the listeners, you can't see this, but this woman's face has been properly bitten. Aura. Aura. That's what it was, I. Um, every time I went to, there's like, oh my god, every time I'm in a mad club in Dundee, there's always mad things like that. Stuff has happened quite funny. Um, not funny, obviously, that's pretty old. Full It's a dodgy one. Um, nah, there was like. Have you ever been to Fat Sam's? Does that still exist? I I think it does, kinda, but I can't even I can't even mind. I always forget what one's Fat Sam's is actually, because everyone talks about it. Uh, but I think it goes under like a couple of names. I think it's changed. Oh really? Uh, changed like owners or something. I think anyway. I'm not too sure. Because sometimes I'm in a club and then somebody's like, I can't even mind which one Fat Sam's is actually. But I I only know that again because it's advertising at Danny's for Dundee United. The name, the name's iconic. Aye, aye, aye. that sounds speakeasy. Speakeasy, aye. Um, where would you like to go then? Once you finish, like once you finish studying in that, I'm kind of well. I'm thinking maybe Edinburgh or Glasgow would be I'll good. Like, by the way. I'd like to go through and see the other cities because I've like, I mean, I've stayed in Glasgow, stayed in Dundee now. I'd like to go. To, I'd like to come back to Glasgow and work in Glasgow for a bit. Yeah. I bet I'm going to get fucking slack for seeing Edinburgh. No, see. It. There's obviously we've got a lot of justified hostility like through here Aye. to Edinburgh, but I actually I love it. Like I, I've been a few times the past few weeks, and I get like a pure buzz off it. Aye. Just like a mad castle. Did you know that that's a volcano? The Edinburgh castles are no man. No. I never knew that either. An extinct volcano, extinct volcano. But I love it. Like um, walking about like the old town and all that in the castle. Aye. I think it's a, it's I love Edinburgh. Um, What's that? Mm. that Alright. Now the the law in Dundee, we've got a big mountain hang in Dundee which is like a volcano hang as well. Really? Aye. I think not Scotland had volcanoes. <laughs> and active things. Aye. Um, imagine like imagine they were still like running. And it's like oh for Scotrail. We're sorry to announce that Australia's delayed because the volcano's gonna off its nut again. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it, would just, it would just end Scotland if that happened, mate. I know. Any, like fucking slight rain and we're fucked, so. I know, like, I know. Leaves on the track. What is it? Do you know what? I'm just, this is probably going to bore anybody listening, but leaves on the track, why would that be a problem? Can it make a train sleep? Like, I would have thought, like, I've had fucking 40 ton train would be like. I don't really see leaves being like a pure match for like this train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. I think, in, like, I think in Scotland they'd have some fucking uh, response to this by now with the weather and all sorts of stuff. I know, so it's right, like, you're like, how can we live in this country where this weather is so expected and then still not be prepared for it? You get to the train station and like slight sleep comes on and you're like, ah, fuck this, all oh, the trains cancelled. <laughs> yeah. That's me stuck in town. That's me fucked, man. Oh. No, what? I was. Uh, I passed the subway the other day when the subway was cancelled, like yesterday. Yesterday? I was like something after the game. Uh, I was meeting. I met Paul Black yesterday. Actually, first time. That's what I was doing yesterday. Met Paul Black, uh, and we had to get the subway angry like the, the the other way around. Like it went the opposite way. Oh, right. One of the tunnels or something. You're trying to get like four minutes away, and you need to go like the opposite way. Aye, right Did they not see why it was shut? 
I, I think there was a train, a carriage broke down or something, oh, really? or something like that. But it shot a while back because somebody, somebody uh, committed suicide, Aye. which Aye. is horrible, Aye. sad. Aye. But so anytime I hear that, I just always like think, expect the worst, like or somebody's mm-hmm. somebody's done something. Mm-hmm. Um, so work then, what what kind of work is like? Cause I know nothing, like so. Just speak to somebody who knows zero about art or mm-hmm. possibilities from artwork mm-hmm. and a basically career. Mm-hmm. Like, what would be your ideal work scenario? Like after? Um, there's a few options. Uh, I'd like to maybe work for some kind of like um, my my kind of work crosses a wee bit over into graphic design. So I wouldn't work, mind working for like a like as a part of a design team or something right. like that. Um, illustration, a lot of illustration is about idea generation kind of thing, right. as opposed to, or showing an idea, illustrating an idea with like images, it doesn't need just to be drawings. Right, okay. It could be like photos or whatever medium kind of thing, uh, painting or whatever kind of thing, or making models or ceramics or something like this. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to sell stuff that I make, and I'd like to always keep that on, because... Sometimes I'm a wee bit worried that I'm going to fall away for illustration and fall out of that kind because I'm a wee bit like, I get caught up doing something and then I'm a bit like, I don't want to lose doing illustration as a thing. Um, so I'd like to work still doing illustration and maybe selling things that I make. Because there's guys like, uh, do you know David Shrigley? No. He does like, see Kingsley, the Apothic Thistle mascot? Oh, right, aye, 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 aye. He done the mascot for them, right? right aye. But all of his work is like, he's got this total noticeable style and he's like he's so funny and I think it's like see every cunt finds it funny like everyone would find it funny like right. MD like I, sh- I, show, I showed some of my pals at one time and they were like laughing but some people were like is this art how is this art because it's literally just like wee drones wee stickmen drones wee horrible like goblin men wee right. things right and it's just funny right like I mean the Kingsley Kingsley mascot or whatever for Partick Thistle it drew so much attention know, some right. people were like what the fuck but that's what he wanted he aye wanted aye. it he thought it was funny and he was like fuck it let's just do this aye and aye. I think like artwork doesn't need to be like I think sometimes people think artwork needs to be pure like uh, self absorbed or pure like oh there's a higher meaning to it kind of thing aye. I think art can sometimes just be funny and just be daft like as long as there's a wee bit of maybe effort to it or a wee bit of kind of something that's like enjoyable but it because as you were saying, like you were saying, you don't feel like maybe you said you didn't feel as much you know that much about art or whatever kind of hang it right? I kind of I like the idea of art being like accessible to just everyone. Like I think art is like tons of things, like everything kind of hang like graphic design on fucking t-shirts you maybe buy, like logos, um, fucking even designs and like fucking like football brochures or whatever kind of hangs on the front of them or whatever uh, everything like illustrations everything pretty much has got some design element to it uh, and people sometimes like I think sometimes people forget that so art is everywhere people do like art but a lot of people think oh I don't necessarily like going into a gallery or something like looking at something because sometimes I go into a gallery and I'm a bit like I see something and I'm like if you just walked in and seen this you'd be like what the fuck because sometimes I see something and I'm like ah, I'll try and understand it and I'll try and understand all sorts of work but I like when you're in a gallery and I see like kids and stuff like that walking about and looking at art and they're enjoying it because there's something interactive or mm-hmm. something that's fun like drawings or paintings that are fun and engaging and things that are even just models and things like that like 
sometimes there's things on like the Goma that are quite interesting and stuff like that for it and it's kind of like because sometimes I don't want art to be pure exclusive and chase folk out because right. and that's the kind of thing I wanted to do with my stuff is I think I want to make work that's like fun or funny or at least daft or at least people can look at it. even if they, they look at it for like 30 seconds they think oh that's whatever that's funny or I like the shape on that or that's you know it's like Aye. I want it to kind of engage people and I think you need to like I like some people think of art they make it for themselves and they make it for like putting their own thing into it and I do put my own thing into it and I don't think it's selling out necessarily to want other people to engage with it because mm-hmm. I want if I show somebody something and then they like it that's what I'm making art for I'm making right. it to like try and interact with people and show it to people so that's why I make like drones and I want to put them on t-shirts and I want to do this and stuff like that and do things like that like you know it's just like videos and animation things right. and stuff like that but you've made you've, have you made like some t-shirts already did you have like a wee like a small run of stuff aye and people buying it and stuff aye oh, that's good I made some stuff and I, I was like selling them through this website uh, Everpress right. and I've made like maybe three t-shirts and I've got another one on sale at the moment which I'm doing uh, but it runs for like a limited time it runs for like you can set how many days so I'm running for like 20 odd days or something like that mm-hmm. and then once they get all the sales they just print them on and send them out but they, right, make, okay. they, they make them well like they screen print it on so it's good quality and stuff like uh-huh. that so it's no and plus you like pick what kind of t-shirts and stuff like that and the colours and things like that so it's decent but I, I just do that on the side because it's a kind of fun right. thing to engage my pal Callum does that um, in Bar- he's from Glasgow but he's in Barcelona uh-huh. and he's got his own clothing company mm-hmm. he does like from now bags, hats, clothes, posters, like all these things, and he screen prints of it as well. Aye, it's aye. just quite cool. Uh, like I've seen him, well, I've seen videos of him doing that. It's mental, like how you're literally, if anybody doesn't know what screen printing is, is it literally you put it in? How would you even describe that? I uh, imagine it is in like. Uh, I I'm I'm pretty bad at it. I've I've done it a few times and I just can't get the hang of it. But it's like it's. You have to make like a kind of like a a screen up where you like it's a really weird process and right. it's kind of like it's like a kind of mesh um, mate- it's kind of mesh material essentially you have to do a thing where you like use chemicals to burn an image onto it right. and then you put that screen down on top of like a t-shirt or like paper or whatever you put the ink on and then you pull it across right. but you need to get like a consistency across to get the, 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 the print on right. done well and I always fuck up mate right. <laughs> I've done it so many times and every single time so I'm no, I'm no great at screen printing so I'm, I prefer to get a company to do that for me right. kind of thing but we like see we art and stuff was right. that like did you always know that's what you want the kind of route you wanted to go down work wise or studying wise no really to be honest there was a point where I was like honestly I left I left school and I did not have a clue what I was going to do mate mm. I I was I left school and I was just like fuck fuck with my name I had no uh, plan at all and I was kind of alright at one point um, actually to be honest I think I fucked up in high school I think I got a field up did you? <laughs> I failed up in high school and then I uh, I pure scraped. I went back and done a course in Annie's Land College or whatever mm-hmm. and I done like some higher things. I picked up some hires and I wanted to try and go on a uni and do like um, I don't know, I was thinking I maybe try to do like 
I don't know, like a, a writing, some kind of writing thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'd go back into college and do some stuff. But I was doing, so I was doing hires and I was doing like art, English and psychology or something like that. And then at the end of it, they offered me a place in a course and I just continued on my way through. But I did realise that I always liked art and I always liked drawing and I always liked making things. But I think the art's weird as a subject today because a lot of the time they want you just to like tick boxes and like... It's quite the opposite of conformity. It's like the opposite of what I would perceive art to be. Aye. Be like a non-conformist <laughs> subject, so that's weird. Because yeah. in, in school they kind of do that thing where they, they just tell you to do like life drawings and all sorts Aye. of stuff like that. Like drawing like... Everyone, everyone in school's drawing like... Naked guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my personal collection. <laughs> this is... That's the agreement I get out of doing this podcast. Is Sean's agreeing to model for me naked. <laughs> We're actually doing the podcast right now, uh, completely naked. Uh, I wondered why everybody kept looking at us and growling. Um, I know I'm much more ripped than Sean is, just letting you all know that. See, uh, you're saying you failed art. So when I was in school, and I, you had to do like compulsory art in first and second year. Aye. And I was so bad at it, and so disruptive. Like I honestly would struggle to draw a straight line with a ruler, right? Aye. And I was so essentially disruptive. The only way my teacher would like sort of subdue me, it was almost like I had ADHD in this class, Aye. is they would set up a wee station for me at the back of the class facing out the window, and he would get like a, a tray of glue, right? Aye. And I would glue you to the chair? No, no, I would, I would dip my fingers in it, right? Aye. And then let it dry, and then peel the glue off, and then put my fingers back <laughs> in it. And I would say, right, like, looking back, it was as if like, you can't, I really can't say anything without somebody jumping on it or getting offended, right? But it was like I was a special needs kid that could only be mm-hmm. sort of like, um, what's the word? You concentrate more well, on I, 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 like, he would just do this thing for me and it would just kind of keep me away from bothering the rest of the Aye. class while we were doing our stuff. And I would honestly just dip my fingers in and just sit kind of patiently waiting mm-hmm. for them to dry and then feel them and then just repeat. And that was like my whole art experience. That's probably against the law in some way, isn't it? Because like, the teacher should have been trying to encourage me to like participate in the class and all that, but he never... What was his name? Better not say it. He'll <laughs> never be listening, absolutely not, but just in case it got back he to him. He gets fired. Aye, like, he gets pulled into office he tomorrow. Was right. He was sound. But um, he spoke to me like I was a bit of an idiot. Aye. And I remember thinking at the time, like, I look, chill out, mate, it's done. Like, obviously it's more than that, but Aye. to me, I just feel never take it seriously. But I loved it. I still to this day I love like that in my fingers if I get see if I get real good. I just love like feeling on. Even with like candles. I'll kinda like dip my finger in the candle wax, let it die, then peel it off. It's quite weird, isn't it? I I know the thing you're talking about, Angus. It's quite relaxing, it's quite therapeutic. <laughs> it sounds weird to say that out loud, I know, I what do you like today? I like dipping my fingers in glue. Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're doing like a pure uh, ASMR podcast. Aye. Sean McDonald's ASMR podcast. Uh, me just peeling, peeling off. glue off your fingers. Some of those ASMR things are mental. Have you ever watched any of them? Aye, aye. There's, <laughs> mate, there's one, right? And I've, I saw it because people keep sharing clips of it on Twitter with like wee jokes. Aye. But it's like a wee girl. Aye. I don't know what her name is or anything. But it's like a wee girl and there is something so wrong about it like she's pure dulled up makeup and all that and it's like sassy oh what was it (laughs) sassy air hostess 
is totally rude to you and makes you feel and I'm like this is being fetishised fetishised oh, like oh, to this is this is weird how did that do you know anything about ASMR how it came um, I don't know anything about it I just know it exists I, I know I know a bit of shit like that. I think it's uh, I think things like that seem pure weird about it but I think I don't know. People, I think people listen to it, and I like. I just things like people listen to those, those like apps that are like cam apps and stuff. I like, like that, that when it's like, like the rain and stuff. Aye, it's kind of just a bit like that. I think. Yeah. But it's because I see. I think there's weird to it. It just sounds a wee bit kind of. I don't know. Perfect. Well, aye, aye. That's what. That's my perception of a lot of it. Like there's ones. I wouldn't be pure. Aye. There's ones that like people eating. Aye. No. The noise of people eating, honestly, could turn me into like a high school shooter. Like it, it, it winds me up so much. And I'm like, how could you listen to that for pleasure? Like, and I'm sure is it called? Is it misophonia? Is that the name of the the uh, condition? Basically, I guess a condition where Aye. you just get enraged by the sound of like people eating or breathing or whistling. That's me. Aye. I sound like an absolute psychopath, but it just annoys me. One's covered in glue. <laughs> it's covered I bet in glue. Go mental. Get ready to shoot schools up because I'm getting annoyed at the sound of people eating. Go back to kill your art teacher. <laughs> no, I apologise. See, I was quite happy with that. We set up with the glue. Aye. Aye. To me, that was, <laughs> that was ideal. Do you see yourself working in like TV or media written in the future? Aye, I'd love to do. I'd, I'd love to do some like writing for things and stuff like. like it's just I've not got too much time at the moment to do a lot of the stuff I want to do. Uh, I feel like I've got a ton of workload. You think you think that there wasn't a massive amount of work to do with like an art course, but it's kind of like you can't switch off because it is your life. Aye. And it's like my flatmates always do work where they like they come they go out and they they do work in a cafe for a couple of hours. And they write something up and then. They'll come back and then they'll watch a film and stuff like that, and then I'll work for a bit, and then I'll come back, and then I'll be like, oh, I still need to work, I still need to do more stuff. I, I think you know, I need to find a way to kind of separate it a wee bit, um, because I, do, I think it maybe takes a bit of the joy out of it, kind of mm. making it such a kind of serious thing. Aye. Um, but, Aye, there's a fucking there's a ton of fucking work for these things. Like, I'd, I'd love to I'd love to go into like the things that I enjoy doing in my spare time now is like writing up stupid things or writing like kind of trying to write comedy stuff or thinking about things like that. I'll see where I would go with that or try to structure kind of things like that. Thinking ideas for videos and things to go forward with because I'd love to kind of develop into that. Actually, like I don't ever want to lose illustration as a thing, uh, but I kind of feel a wee bit like I, I'm actually a wee bit interested in all the kind of media things and I'd like to cross those two things over in a way like I think one of the most interesting things about like creative industries is sometimes if you see somebody who works in one like thing like textiles or something like that mm-hmm. and then they do something slightly illustrative or something like that or right. graphic designy, they come up with something completely different than a person for that medium would uh-huh. so I sometimes agree. it's cool to look into something and it's a bit like guys like I've seen Davy Swap pies like uh, piece of pound coins ah, and stuff funny. like that, right? Um, I've seen the people about him recently, right? And he's like, obviously, he's like an animator, but he does all the stuff himself, and he's got such an interesting comedy style. And I think his comedy style must be formed from being like, obviously, he does all these drawings and these be funny characters, but then he has to make up like, must have to make up like characters 
and the uh, personalities for these characters yeah. kind of hang but then he's drawn them so then the characters are ridiculous and wee funny aye, aye. guys and wee funny heats and stuff like that and then he has to develop a character around that kind of thing so it must be formed from his artistic kind of thing as well aye. so it's a different angle to come at kind of thing because knowing that he can knowing that he can make a character as opposed to just filming himself and being that character because it might be difficult to try and think of a character for yourself to play that's really ridiculous uh-huh. without having that surreal element of like the drones or whatever you know Aye. so I know what you mean there about coming from like a different sort of industry or background Aye. Um, just suppose if you're in you know, let's just say textiles you're going to be influenced by what is I don't know the general consensus Aye. or normality or like a sort of base level of normal, I don't know if that makes sense but then if you, you sort of have your own influence or you won't be as influenced by by people that um, would you do stand up comedy is that something you'd ever consider Aye, hoping to at some point. All right. Uh, that's that's a that's a direction I'd love to go in. Um, I probably only tell him there if I do it though, yeah. uh, for a wee bit. Um, I'm wanting to go into it. I'm writing a few things at the moment, and I'm trying to kind of structure things together mm-hmm. uh, and just see how. I was listening to obviously I was, in, I was listening to your podcast thing with Darren, yeah, Darren and. And uh, it was interesting what you were saying about going to the courses and stuff like that and kind of structuring a thing because I'm a bit like, it was interesting to see how he was talking about that. Like, I love hearing things like that, but it's like um, seeing people who they can show you the, the, the story and the, the development of them as a person kind of through things because you, yeah. see, you see someone who is high up in any industry and then you're like, how did they get there? Aye. And you think that they've always been gifted and they've had that ability to just do something straight off. But it's actually about following the steps from the start. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, because you're like, what kind of separates, like, what separates someone who's just like a uni student or, a, or just a person from, or whatever, I mean, like from someone who's, you know, like in, high up in that industry that they want to get into. Like, mm-hmm. all these people, like, fucking like like whatever Steve Jobs or somebody like you know whatever these kind of people were always on our level at one point kind of thing so what's the journey that they took and how yeah. did they get to these things so it's interesting hearing somebody saying like he was saying obviously he had that gig which he said he went to and then he, he just didn't come prepared or whatever that was funny right it's Aye. interesting to hear that and say alright actually you need to approach it from an angle and like uh, know that there might be hiccups and things like that because uh-huh. like two and it's about knowing like maybe if you put the effort in now Aye. two years down the line you might be in a position you'll be in a position much higher where if you had put that effort in over the two years then you wouldn't be at that level and then once you're there other people will be like well how did they get there Aye. Aye. but I think people look at let's just say they'll look at somebody who you would see as being that person who's right at the top of where you want to be mm-hmm. and they'll see them at this elevated position and maybe they'll begin and they'll maybe have a couple of setbacks or failures and go uh, maybe this just isn't for me you know, realising that that person has had all sorts of mad failures and setbacks aye, I suppose aye. it's the, the same in anything that nothing is going to be like this straight line to like this elevated path to success you're probably going aye. to be up, down and sideways until until you get to where you want to be um, there's guys like this is this is maybe a stupid uh, analogy or reference or whatever but I always find um, Kanye West has got a mad thing in some of his arms obviously I, I can't remember with some of Kanye West and stuff, you know, just obviously but um, a lot of his old albums he has all this stuff where he just talks about 
like just making beats, being a producer, doing something like that, no like no getting taken seriously as a rapper and stuff like that. And he kinda just talks about hiccups and then right. building and building and everyone just going and then he gets in a wee bit and then he gets kinda dropped down and then he kinda tries to build up and it's like interesting to see that these people like people face challenges in any kind of industry and it right. doesn't just like no just art or whatever, but every industry there's points where it's like you have to just kinda like you will be building your way up kind of thing you won't just end up at that place you won't just be that person it is a, it is a, a journey it's a journey a sort of constant progression yeah with every setback and every failure is going to benefit you mm-hmm. if you learn from it I, 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 I argue like ten times more than any success would because mm-hmm. you don't really le- you learn from tough circumstances pressure situations that's how you, you kind of get better I bet Is your mattress making noises it never used to? Or is it sagging, causing you to... Then it's time to get a new one. Get the best sleep at the best value with a Nectar mattress. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com. If you were to look at anybody again that was at whichever high position we're talking about in any industry, mm-hmm. it's likely that they've had more failures and setbacks than anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even the thing I think is it's funny as well is like see how when you're in like see how if you get something too easy and then it doesn't make you work for it kind of thing in the I, sense of like I think it's funny when it's like folk you know for school or something like. That. Like boys, you know, for school that were like pure top boy in like second, third year or something, mm-hmm. like, and then see them a couple of years later, and you're like, and you're like, oh fuck, man, aye, and they're uh-huh. like, I don't know, like that. They might still be showing boys and stuff like that, but they're just like everyone kind of like. Sometimes those people just take their power, like get to a, a position of power or a place they feel comfortable, and then they don't try and progress or try and build on kind of thing. And I think it's always important to feel like you're making progress and aye. saying that this is the where I. Like I'm, I don't want to get comfortable. I don't want to get comfortable it's, in this position. Like, I don't think you don't want to think that you're amazing. You always want to think there's so much progress that yeah. I can make because I still want to chase all these things and aye. things. But it's like comfort breeds complacency. Aye, aye. you become complacent. You think oh, that's me. I'm kind of at the top. Mm-hmm. It's like in anything. Like Alex Ferguson said when Man City won the league. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know. He said when, he, when Man City won the league, he said getting there to the top is easy, but staying there. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the whole, you know, comfort breeds complacency. You kind of get to that point, and maybe you then think, oh, that's me. Meanwhile, whoever's number two, it's like the pure, like Instagram memes that people will share when they go to the gym and all that. It's like, if you want to be number one, you need to train like you're number two and all that. And as much as it's pure cringy part of your life, there is an element of, I get a guy, that's true. But you kind of have to constantly be striving to. Improve. I think it's also like uh, adaptability to change is one of the things I always mm-hmm. think of it as a thing like um, like you want to be able to say like oh I'm not always going to be chasing this one thing or this one dream kind of thing because mm-hmm. you want to go up to something and then go that you know like that your dream, like your dreams or the things you're chasing change and develop into new things like for example we were talking about all those like influencer guys all the kind of like like Jordy Shore kind of guys and stuff like that and they're all like fucking whatever 30 odd and they're still trying to act like 18 year old boys Aye. and you're a wee bit like that's depressing Aye. I don't I wouldn't you wouldn't want to be like 
you want to you'd want to reach a point and then say like this is progresses into something more like relaxed like you don't want to always be I don't know like chasing yeah. one thing and being like one kind of type of thing like I want to be like multi-dimensional yeah and uh, development of things like for me I, I'd, I'd love to just to get into somewhere where I could like work in a group of people and work in like illustration or projects with people and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just be like somewhere where I can just like I don't know like like at the moment I like what I'm like some of the stuff I'm doing and I want to push on with certain mm-hmm. things but it's kind of like I don't want to reach a point where I feel like I've only got what yeah Multi-dimensional, as you said. I don't want to just feel like I'm going on one route and I'm Aye. trying to do one thing. I, I want to see that I've got some interesting options just to go and do something else that's slightly different and take the back seat on things and not yeah. need to. Because I don't really want to like do the same thing I'm doing now forever. You know what I mean? I want to be like doing mm-hmm. something else and even just take the back seat and meet other people that Aye. are interesting, doing things like that or whatever. But not. I'm, I don't mean like describe to me the whole picture, right? But in a few years from now. What are some aspects then of your life? If you, you know, what you'll be up to, what you'll be doing, if you could, def- you know, if you were able to choose, you know, that perfect scenario, work-wise or like lifestyle-wise. Um. Well, my one of my lecturers said I think he was recently where he was like, he took us into these meetings and this project we were working on. It was this like business enterprise module that was quite interesting. And it was all about, and he was kind of like what do you want in life what's the things you want do you want like stability do you want to have a house by this time do you want to have a business do you want the freedom to travel and things like that do you want to have like friends do you want to work with people underneath you to like influence them and help them and guide them and stuff like that and you've seen all these things like like, what's the kind of path you want to take and he's like because if you think about it you can do it like you can you can structure your life to head towards that and you might not land exactly on the thing but you end up in that kind of path as long as you're focusing your next like two or three years like well I I have a long term plan to get there kind of thing so I'm a bit like I'd like to have a bit of like I'd like to have the, the projects that I want to do I'd like to have the ability to be able to get them completed. Like, I'd like to have people that I could speak to and have around me to say, mm-hmm. here's an idea, can we get this done within this time period? And then, then be like, aye, and I'd like to maybe do, like, TV things or something like that, like, writing for things and even just, like, kind of art show stuff even as well right. a bit. Like, I do a thing at the moment where I share people uh, I know from DJ Cad's artwork on... Twitter, which is just something like I like doing because I'm I like I like being like this is DJ Cad. A lot of people maybe don't know as much about it as in the in, like because I like GSA and stuff. Like people know about GSA and maybe Edinburgh a bit more, but I'm a bit like here's DJ Cad. There's great people here. Look at these people kind of thing. So I like I want to kind of like uh-huh. work along other uh, alongside other creative people, but also have maybe the freedom to travel and stuff as well. I think the the freedom to travel and have a wee bit of like the power to get things, projects I want to do done is a kind of ideal situation, whether that be like TV or art mm-hmm. related kind of thing. Well, not TV, but like media, some kind of media thing or art, more art related. It's kind of either way Aye. of those ones, but... Have you had, uh, has there been any sort of, not propositions, but have you had any ideas? Because I know at the BBC they like to talk about a lot of stuff, possibilities and... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, basically talk about what could be done? Like, mm-hmm. have they floated it into you that it's sort of been of interest, or has it just been what you've been doing? We've we've done a f- well, I've done a few things. I went in for some like I've chatted to them about one, once or twice about some stuff. Um, Do you got a Pacific key? I went in like two or three or two or three or four times. I like to like. just go in. I heard they've got a Costa, but it's like a lot cheaper. I just like I'd like a meeting just so I can go in for my cheap Costa. Hey, sorry, I even in, in, in there. Uh, uh, it's like a big massive staircase, it's a big huge staircase right up, it's just like level and level and level all the way up. Uh, it's quite class inside, it's cool even just, I was like, oh this is cool even just to see. Aye. Then they give you a wee lanyard and you feel quite important. Aye, aye. And then... Uh, Did you see Jackie Bird? Didn't see Jackie Bird sadly. See Did you see anybody, any on? No, I didn't actually see anyone in the, the, the things I've been in. I've seen some people from the BBC Social who I knew through it and I met some folk there that were yeah. quite interesting and stuff, but when I went up for like a hang there, but um, I didn't see him do when I was in. I was pure eyes peeled. Aye. I was actually here scoping out. I was sitting there the whole time looking at people and there was like a cleaner walking past. I'm like, oh, is that something uh, famous? <laughs> is that cool? You should try and get on like off the ball. Do you ever listen to that? Aye, oh, I love the one, mate. My favourite radio show, Stuart Co- I actually met one of the producers for Off The Ball uh, on a night in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just sat up here asking a lot of stuff. I, I love Off The Ball. This isn't me trying to like get myself on it. I'm not well known enough to be on Off The Ball, but if you could, I could live vicariously through you like if you go. <laughs> no, I, I fucking I love it, Off The Ball, mate. Uh, Chris McCreer's been on it. Aye, I seen you got on it. Uh, Oh, who else is on recently? There's a few people. I've seen a few folk I know had got onto it through various things and stuff like that recently. Uh, and I was like, for a while I was always working Saturdays. I was working Saturdays. Uh, I was working in Asda for a while, like quite a while. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was always working Saturdays, so I missed it for ages. And then I just thought I could get it online and stuff like that. So I, I, I sometimes put it on that uh, when I'm working, I always like, stick a podcast thing on and I'll stick like. That. We listened, obviously, this. Uh, 20 minute times and I was listening to fucking Eye Out Off The Ball that's my, my go to I listen to Sports Sound aye uh, 20 minute times what else Graham Hunter do you ever listen to Graham Hunter no it's that Graham Hunter is a Scottish journalist who lives in Barcelona and uh, he he was like Spanish football focused and basically he's got a podcast called The Big Interview Aye. and he basically just has like the who's who of world football on it from mm-hmm. Gordon Strachan to Gary Neville to like Vincent Company and all that it's, it's really good he had Kevin Bridges on it recently as well actually Aye. Aye. Um, I'm trying to think there is more that I listen to but I can't even remember now I feel as if I listen to his podcast I think I clocked me 20 minute times. I don't know if they've mentioned it on it. I've, I've been listening to it recently, right, a lot. So I was like, I need something to listen to pure Celtic based, Aye. right? Because uh, I kind of heard of it, but I was like, I can get something to, it's like a struggle to get into a podcast because you're like, oh, so you have to jump in. Plus, because that's like week by week by games or whatever, like, it's like best just to jump in with the US one and just be like, alright, catch up. So, uh, I, I've been listening to that recently, but I was kind of like, <laughs> it's like 20 minute times right but it's like on their website it's like their web thing that I was watching on is like 10 minute times 10 minute times aye and then I'm like and I'm like What's do you know why that is why because when they started it so it's Jamie Flynn Martin Melly Stephen Arbuckle when aye. they started it 
I think the concept. I don't know if there's something maybe similar and they like borrowed the concept for like mm-hmm. another type of podcast or whatever. Uh, I'm not saying that they're plagiarising other people. But it was meant to be 10 minute things, but they soon found out that it was impossible to get it all done in like this 10 minute aye, roundup. Aye. So it became 20 minute things. And I think for a while it was 20 minutes, but now it just pure goes for like, like 45 minutes. Aye, it goes for, for ages. Uh, 20 minute things was brilliant. Actually, Extreme Polls. Do you ever listen to ext- Or do you know their Twitter account is just vote IMO? No, no, no. So basically, the concept of this is they will say stuff like. Um, Chris McQueer came up with one because he was on it actually it's mm-hmm. my mate Stevie Din um, and Chris so basically they'll say X amount of money but you need to do Y for like mm-hmm. the next five years so Chris said aye, aye, aye. That Chris said aye. five million pounds in your bank account but for the next 20 years you have to passionately defend the actions of Adolf, Adolf Hitler if he ever gets brought up in conversation <laughs> and it's funny so they've got their their um, their podcast and what I find funniest about it is they'll come up with these mental scenarios Aye. that are completely impossible to ever happen but they'll discuss it as if it's like a really normal thing wait Aye. a minute um, <laughs> 16 million pounds in your bank account but every spider on earth has its size increased by 18 times <laughs> um, what's another one I don't want to bore anybody with this but I find it hilarious or they'll like if you say something they'll then reply to you like some mad thing <laughs> £535,000 but the only place you're permitted to sleep for the remainder of this calendar year is on public transport so just these mad things so I just vote at uh, Extreme Polls is funny <laughs> but uh, 20 Minute Tims is good I started listening to 20 Minute Tims in the Ronnie Dyla era Aye. So I've been there like since the dark days. Mm-hmm. It's just depressing. I'll just come away like pure dejected after listening to it. Aye. Um, Twenty minute turns is good. What else is there? That's something I've seen yeah, or on. I've seen uh, started listening to it, and it's like the podcasts. Uh, actually, be funny. It's what for your podcast, I think. Uh, like see podcasts, you hear somebody's voice, and you're like, "What does that guy look like?" Aye. You're listening to it for like a couple of weeks, and you're like, "All right, I want to see what this guy looks like." Sometimes I like to keep the mystery there, right? Aye. And then be like, right, you know, I'll leave it for a bit. But as I was saying, Martin Melly, voice, class voice, right? I wanted to see what he looked like. I do him on Twitter and stuff like that. I, I love him when I think he's class. But uh, I was like, I want to see what this guy looks like because this voice is just, I don't know, so interesting Aye. hearing that voice. But I think with you and this, right? I've been telling people, I was telling people I was coming on this, some of my pals and stuff, and I was like, I got like Sean McDonald. And I was like, it's funny because you'll just see his Twitter and you'll be like, who is this guy? Big, <laughs> big tan, thank you, Gary's tapper. <laughs> you would like hear that voice, especially even when you've done the Spanish stuff, right? Because you're you and you've got like, quite a, I don't know, like a strong Glaswegian accent, kind of thing. And then hearing you speak Spanish pure fluently, I'm like, the fuck Aye, it's weird. Now? It's funny, um, stuff like this happens quite often, but I was in Madrid. Aye. And I was with, we were in a, par- a park called Parque de Tiro. Um, I was with all Spanish people so they were speaking only Spanish and this woman walked up and straight away I realised they were from like Scotland Aye. so she's like we're kind of like talking so she's waited for us to finish speaking and then turned to us and like said something like oh, you you can take a photo yeah. for us <laughs> so I says I ain't no bother just keeps the camera and again like 
people's faces. It's funny because like it's probably like the last thing you'd expect. Where did it happen? I was actually on a flight back from Madrid a few weeks ago as well. Aye. And uh, I thought the guy beside me was Argentinian. Because he was wearing a full Argentina tracky and he looked pure like Spanishy. Aye. Um, and like I was then speaking to the air hostess and uh, like, I started watching The Office on my phone. Aye. And then the two did it at the same time because I noticed he was watching something on his phone. And the two were watching at almost the exact same point, the same episode of The Office. Aye. That's the British office, not the American office. I've been able to waste my time with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've caused such a man. Heated debate about that. For the British. Do, you, what, do you watch The Office? I watched the I watched the British one and then I've I, I, I was the American one, mate. You can have it if you want. No. That's the thing is like, I, I criticised it a bit at one point. Now I'm like, alright, so watch it if you want or whatever, no if you're I'm just not, judgment on it, but I'm not having it. Every time I see it it's like I don't know what you mean. It's not the same. It's not the same. Right. Like, I can't remember what I, I no, I said people who think the American office is better than the British office, I like, also think Alexandra Buck was the one who wrote Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, like, Westlife wrote that. What was that song? They sang the ABBA one, I Have a Dream. It pure annoys me. It's, it's offensive. For me, The Office is the funniest comedy of all time. So I get pure annoyed when people just dismiss it and say the American one's better, isn't it? It's kind of like when people are either two big fans of the, like, two big fans of, like, Harry Potter or the American Office, it always kind of... Freaks me out a wee bit. I don't Aye. know. I don't know. I can't even put my finger on it. But when somebody's pure like so into it, I'm always a bit like. Aye, I know. Aye. Aye. So Aye. I love the see the part about like J.K. Rowling just always comes up with <laughs> with like mental stuff, like just pure crazy stuff. And, like, Aye. Was but like I think somebody said like it's like I don't know how to get this across over audio because you need to see it, but it's like a tweet. So it's Aye. like person says nothing Aye. and it's like J.K. Rowling and it says Dobby murdered John Benet Ramsey Dobby <laughs> 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 John Benet Ramsey <laughs> I think that pisses me that like pisses me off the most with it right? is it just it's just a she'll probably track this down so I'm pretty sure she searches her name for it Aye. and then tries to argue with people Aye. to criticise her but she'll, so she'll probably find this out and then attack me uh, but it just annoys me the fact that she tries to claim like that like progressive values were in the books that like she hadn't written them in. She didn't write them in. Aye. That's the main problem. Is it's like she she claims that like she said all this stuff and she was like she had representation in it, but she didn't. Like Aye. which is like it's whatever. It's it's a book from a while back, right? But her trying to claim like. Like what they be like retrospectively aye, like, claim aye. a thing that wasn't there in the first place, aye. and then she starts to say, "Oh, I done this, I done that," and you're like, "If you'd written it in, that'd been good, that'd been decent, that'd been fine." But aye. the fact that she's just saying now, "Or oh, I want it like this," and you're like, "No, nah, you can't claim like praise from people aye. for that. You can't say it's that." Like, like somebody said, to her, "Like by the way, you don't have much representation," and she kind of like of minorities in your books, and she'll pause for a second and go. Uh, Hagrid was actually pansexual. <laughs> like, why? No, he wasn't. <laughs> like, no, why are you saying that? The stuff about Dumbledore being gay and all that, which <laughs> I find funny because, like, cool, it's not like it's pure improbable, but he, you never alluded to that at any yeah. point as far as I'm aware in, in any of your books or your films. <laughs> I, I, I'm not really, I, I'm not a fan. My pal is a massive fan, he gets paranoid in there if I slag it. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm just like, 
it's a little strange one because I, I saw the day somebody tweeted saying there was um, in Glasgow Green I'm sure it was today Aye. the Quidditch team doing Quidditch practice how is that possible? <laughs> we, were, we were coming back for a, we were coming back for a game in um, St Andrews we were playing a match in St Andrews and then we passed a field and we were like what the fuck's going on there? And we were like, seeing hundreds of guys running around with like sticks and brooms, but like broomstick things or whatever, running about. And we were like, are they playing Quidditch or <laughs> Andrews? And we were like, pull the motor over, no having this. Uh, bring, like, bring back random attacks of violence. <laughs> <laughs> it says a lot about the, well, you can look at it in two ways either the improvement or the deterioration in the socio political landscape of Glasgow. That, um, or the social landscape of Glasgow, sorry, that they feel safe enough to play Quidditch <laughs> in Glasgow Green. Like, that's just, that would have never happened back in the 80s. It's, it's, this city's got, this city's going down the drain, man. Sound like, sound like your old guys seen it. It's, I know, I know. It's a good laugh if people are doing whatever kind of stuff, but I'm always about, like, there is a part you see it and you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Quidditch. How do you even play Quidditch? Because is there not like a whole part of it? Is this a wee flying ball that they need to catch? Aye. What's it called again? Do you know? The, I watched all the Harry Potter films like two or three years ago or something. Are they any back. good? I've only watched up to like the third one. Uh, I'd watched like random ones at points and I ended up sitting down watching them all. Uh, they're fun to watch, man. Uh, I mean, like, it's things like that that are fun to watch. Like, some of these films like that, they're just like, they're funny to watch and good to sit down in there or whatever, but uh, it's, it's alright, I mean, it's decent enough, eh? I read the first three books, and I remember pure enjoying them, because they were quite light-hearted and that, I did like Aye. them, Aye. and then I started reading that fourth one, which I think is called The Goblet of Fire, and I think I got ten pages in and just went, nah, fuck this, mm-hmm. and I just, that was like 18 years ago, I don't think I've ever been back to it, or however long ago it was, um, nah, it's, it's not for me. I got a lot of people in at a young age. I think a lot of people were right in there at a young age, and uh, I think I kind of missed uh, missed it at the time period. Like I wasn't that bothered by it when I was mm. a kid, and then it passed me by. And then people that have read it, or people that have read it when they were like fourteen, thirteen, or something like that, and loved it, and then it's built a whole thing for them. And then they they could maybe go back and read it, but aye, we should leave. We should leave like tweaks. Don't tag her, but just like write J.K. Rowling. And see if she finds him and gets annoyed. She found somebody. Somebody tweeted saying, "JK, eh, Harry Potter's just a speculatory prick." <laughs> and like, she never tagged her on it, but she pure pulled him up for it. I'm not really. I don't really. I don't want to take on the mate of JK Rowling. Like, but I don't. I don't really like her. Aye, fuck. It annoys me. Aye, aye. Fuck JK Rowling. Nah, I should probably cut that out. I'll be here and feel like our lawyers. No, um. I wasn't going to say that, so I, eh. oh, I, that's the thing, is like, see how, that's the thing, is like, if you, if you get tagged in a thing, like, obviously, you're talking about people saying things to me and stuff, like, like, you get tagged in something, if somebody says something to me, then I'll be like, fucking reply or whatever, uh, but I can't ever, ever, like, fucking, like, I can't imagine fucking being, like, search my name, finding something, something, uh, something to me, and then being like, fucking try arguing because it's like that's a fucking that is a loss you are taking a loss if you are going to be searching for your own name especially for somebody like J.K. Rowling who's fucking minted and you're getting angry online Aye, why do you if you're getting angry like like angry with shit online like that's the kind of thing is like anytime 
I've been pissed off about something that somebody said online or whatever, or even just like for a second been annoyed, I'm like, it's so stupid. Aye. <laughs> do you get a lot of people, because you get a lot of praise and all that, and a lot of people saying that you're funny, but do you get a lot of people trying to get wide, trying to give you grief? To be honest, for a while it was, right, there was a point where it was a big, like a hang and I thought it was funny, I didn't really care, but it's kind of, I think it's just, people just, like, they've exhausted all the hangs and I think they realise they can't, it's nobody, it's, I'm not going to go away, and I think it's funny, like, I kind of get like, I get fucking charged up after it at one point and I thought it was so funny, because I was like, just feeling like, I don't know, like, can, the kind of people that kind of got wide and criticised, but always people that, as I think I said to you before, I was saying, like, it's like, they've not got an arm outlet, anything, and it seems a wee bit kind of boring, like, because even after that, I started to feel a wee bit like, after it actually made me kind of reflect a wee bit and think, I criticise stuff, and I feel bad when I criticise stuff sometimes, when I'm Aye. thinking of something, and I'm like, like, sometimes I'd see something, and I'd like, oh, like, just fucking take, go to take something off, and then sometimes I was like, ah, it's too negative, I don't want to put negative stuff out there, even when I've got something negative that I'm thinking of, and then I type it up, I've tweeted a few things sometimes, where I've tweeted something, and then I've been like, actually, I should delete that, uh, and I don't want to, and like, sometimes, I, obviously, some stuff I, I do say, and then I feel a bit bad about it afterwards, or whatever, I'm just like, like fuck that, kind of makes you see, like, sometimes you see somebody doing something, that's like different and you maybe don't really enjoy it or whatever like so it's just slagging credit sir aye like that like, I mean, like that. that's the thing like that for example uh, the boy I was way actually when I was coming back for that game I was like oh, that credit or whatever and then he was kind of like he was like ah it's daft but you know and he was like imagine if like you yeah, like somebody knew was playing it you know what I mean and yeah. then I was kind of like ah I suppose so like, and I felt actually kind of bad about it and I was like once you see people doing something else you're a wee bit like like we always talk about this kind of Glaswegian thing where, or Scottish thing where it's a wee bit like, don't do that, that's, like, people going, oh, don't do that, that's weird, don't, don't try and do something different, don't try it, no, you'll get pounded for that aye, kind of thing. Aye. And it's a bit like that, like, as I, like, I don't want to pass judgment on anything if somebody's trying to make something or do something, because I feel a bit bad about it, but aye. I think there's some, pe- some people that are, like, high enough up in the things, like, I don't mind if people want to say some stupid thing to me because it's like, I reply sometimes things and sometimes I don't reply to people because I, I look at a thing and I feel a bit like I'd feel bad saying something back to this in this situation just because I feel like I don't want to drag tons of people to get angry with someone because even sometimes like do you know what's the thing sometimes if I like if like a lassie says something like kind of critical and then I reply back saying something slightly daft back or whatever sometimes you get like a lot of like guys just piling on and insulting them aye it's, uh-huh. and I think it's, it's sometimes more noticeable we like when it's like a lassie that uh-huh. says something and a guy sometimes a guy will come out and be like oh you're fucking like you're a gap tooth like submarine <laughs> scarf like, <laughs> like dick and all that shit you're no funny and then I'll, I'll reply something stupid and then they'll get kind of angry and they'll be, they'll be a total dick and then sometimes I'll reply something just silly to like I don't know somebody else because mm-hmm. no said as much and then people will jump on it and you'll be a wee bit like don't, don't attack somebody that's just like that like I don't Aye. I don't really like the fire one thing I'm a wee bit like sometimes I'm like, like don't fire one don't fire one like, can I like I don't like it's true what you say about say you put up a daft video mm-hmm. it's just literally 60 seconds or whatever Aye. and somebody's like fucking prick you're not funny blah blah it's like mate I, I like is everything alright at home like obviously Aye. you're a wee bit upset about something else but this is just your vehicle for actually then expressing how annoyed you are it's I think that's I think that's very true because mm-hmm. um, why would a video of you doing a tutorial on how to be good at fighting 
Aye. Why would that make somebody that angry? Mm-hmm. Is there a, a certain type of demographic that always tend to be giving you the same pelters, or is it? It was a. It's, it's changed slightly. It's kind of it's kind of funny, man. Uh, for a while, I felt like there was a point where I got. There was a point where I did feel like it was like there was a point when there was tons of Rangers fans coming on and getting like right like guys with just like bear things or whatever. I've been like, this is not funny. Fuck you, yeah, fellow yeah, bears, <laughs> fellow bears, right? And I was like, please, fellow bears, control yourselves. Uh, and I, uh, yeah, it was a wee bit of that for a while. But then I did get pure like I did get tons of pure like select die guys as well. Uh, I don't think I particularly like. Sometimes you meet those guys that you're a wee bit like, like. It's weird. Sometimes you get those guys who are like like that who there's no there's literally no difference. Like Aye. sometimes like, there's no difference between what they believe and what they think. They just have like and you're kind of like you've got the same like you've just got the same mindset. You're the same kind of people. You're mm-hmm. the exact same kind of people. The only difference is that you like Celtic and you don't even follow like the like any of the things behind it. You don't like I don't know like. There's like, and then there's sometimes there's just guys that are like, like the exact same. They're just to go from the same size over because two sides of the same coin. Aye, there's aye. like the common denominator always seems to be like a, a cartoon profile picture. Aye, or like a, your fo- profile photo is like a a footballer that's like 24 years younger than you, and you don't have anything like this. Your real name, or you get like just a hoopy boy 67. Then you want to come and start giving me pelters like you. Straight away, you're like, you're like you don't count, like Aye. you don't get to participate in any Aye. discussion. You're an anonymous shite bag. You said Twitter was like the coward's website. The coward's it's website. True, Aye. Aye. That is true. I think also it's a bit like uh, I was in the recently, It's a bit like it's like it's actually like toilet graffiti turned into a website. Like, I think it because uh, I had this thing recently. I was laughing about where I was like. Obviously, in the art school, I'll be cutting about the art school, and I'll go to the toilets, and I'll, like, see fucking, like, some daft graffiti on the wall or something like that, right? Aye. I don't think, like, folk at art school and stuff like that, because obviously they get drawn as a hang and they try and do stuff, can be as good uh, toilet graffiti as, uh, like... So you go into a public toilet somewhere and there's Aye. just like something pure funny drawn on the wall or written on the wall and you're just pure, it's just so brutal. It's like, Aye, it's like a cave drawn. Aye, it's Aye. like so primitive and pure savage and you're like, that's so funny, man. It's just not the same in places like art school because it's always like someone trying to draw something serious and you're like, fuck this, man. Aye. There's nothing brutal about it. Like trying to be sort of profound instead of Aye. just being horrible, nasty. Aye, and, like, just something gut, stupid. Like, just something that makes you pure white whitey when you read something horrible on a, on a toilet wall. Like, that's funny, man. That's the kind of shit. But Twitter's literally just like a big toilet wall that everyone's just writing shit on. <laughs> 90th minute I'm going to cut this wee bit out I'll actually I'll just share it because we're not hurting anybody but we just checked the Celtic score because we had to miss the game and Scott Brown has scored Scott Brown sent off oh he scored in the 90th minute and then got sent off or is that Broadfoot Brown as well so Broadfoot sent off in the 75th Bruni scored in the 90th and then sent off in the 91st which makes me wonder Celebration. Celebration if he was maybe on a booking and then he ran into the crowd, maybe. Aye, aye. <laughs> I don't. Unbelievable, amazing. Gutted we missed that. There'll be people, like some of the mad Celtic dads you were talking about, will maybe. I doubt that anyone would listen to this, but they'll probably go, some Celtic fan, you are your fucking prick, now you know what's the game. 
but Paul lives in Dundee. I've been trying to do this for ages, um, so we had no choice. Plus, our, uh, our journey today has been quite funny, uh, cutting about like a million places. <laughs> Sean's been chased by a mob of fans everywhere he's went. <laughs> we went to, like, we've walked into like all these hotels and places, went into the cafes to sit down at a table, and then like a, a, a buffet gets set up next to us at one place, and a whole party came in. I know. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't understand why in the middle of the February on a Sunday. Glasgow City Centre is absolutely heaving, but good to know the economy's doing well anyway, everybody's out spending money. <laughs> um, something I was going to ask you and I can't remember. I think this has been the most conversational podcast I've done. Aye. Everybody else has been, I think I've, I don't know, it's been quite structured in the way that I've had all these questions I wanted to ask, but it's been quite fun. Aye. Just talking. Is that new what to talk about while we're in here? Um, no, I was thinking the same, man. I was a wee bit, a bit like, I didn't know if it would be the same kind of direction, because it was interesting to hear all these kind of things that different people are doing, but I don't know. I'm kind of like working in a few different wee things at the moment. Right. They're all kind of like different angles and different kind of things, but... There's definitely been a, a lot of... Since before, even mentioning you coming on, I already knew I wanted to ask you. There's a lot of people saying, saying uh, come on. And then the reaction as well, when I said you're coming on, people kind of buzzing so you've got quite a, a fan base you should find a way to like get them out to donate like one pound a month to you or something <laughs> you make up your fortune you would even have to like you can forget that art rubbish right forget that carry on nah. I, I think it's like regardless of anything I need I need a I need a purpose with things I'm doing right. like I really want to do like uh, keep this art things going on and stuff like that on the side and feel like I want to be working for things like I want to get make sure that I'm doing it because I think and if I like if I'm not doing like sports or anything if I'm not running if yeah. I'm not doing things like that like going for a run or something like that or doing things or staying active yeah, yeah, I kind of go home aye oh I do I do have walking I do about that on the side actually we get eh, when I come back to Glasgow I usually date with my, my bra we do these we've, I've always done it for a while like I've done it as a kid all the time with my yeah. parents my parents always took us to these places eh, I've got a pretty big family I've got like uh, two brothers, two sisters, um, my mum, my dad, and we used to just go to like Arran, Abbey like just kind of various wee places Aye. in Scotland to do like outdoor kind of things. It's a nightmare to try and get that many people abroad or whatever things like Aye. that. As kids, but uh, it's, it seems to be quite a, and I'm not saying this in a snide way, but it's like a bit of a fashionable thing now. Aye. Like you always see people. Um, climbing places in Scotland it looks amazing because I always look at it say like on a Sunday night I've not really drank for ages but let's just say last year I'd be sitting on a Sunday like pure hungover like oh I'm definitely next week I'm definitely going to go and climb like somewhere and then, and then I don't it's, it's class man like honestly like uh, I, I was like it's a bit of pure like nostalgia for like well for me I like hadn't done it in so long and yeah. then my brother got in, in it and again and he was like doing like a climbing course thing and stuff like this he done like a outdoor survival course and he does some oh, stuff right, cool. uh, and he does it all, a lot of the times on the weekends and he's got these wee dogs he's got these wee dogs that are like I don't know if you've seen them they're kind of like oh, a tiny toy poodle aye 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 I know, we dog, uh, we white dog, uh, they're, they're class. He takes like them up mountains sometimes, he does some stuff like when they get wee jackets on and all gets that. Gets the wee jackets on and he poses. So funny because he's like a big guy, right? Um, and he's like, uh, his girlfriend's like a dog groomer. Right, okay. Um, so she's got these like 
wee pretty dogs, lovely wee cute dogs. And he's like, my brother's like a big guy, he lives in kind of like the edge of this part of Clyde Bank where he lives next to this big park kind of thing, but kind of like, kind of like uh, a bit of a rough area or whatever it was anyway, for a while anyway, uh, at the edge of this bit. And he kind of like, so he's like walking through this park. And he's like a big boy, cutting out with these two wee tiny dogs <laughs> and wee cutesy names and wee bows in and stuff like that. <laughs> you see him taking them up mountains and it's so funny because he'll get them to the top of a mountain and then we'll like walk all the way up to the top of this mountain, propelling up this big mountain, get to the top and then he's like, alright, takes out like dog treats and then he like puts the wee dog down on like a rock and he's like, alright, pose, pose and he's sitting there with his phone, like, pose, pose, pose and he takes a photo, gets a mad belt and a photo and then he's like... I've seen those pictures and I'm like, that dog... One that looks like it's smiling, Aye. and it's like fully cooperating in this picture here, like away up a mountain. Do you need to carry them or do they do they run? Does that not matter them? They do all actually. Like the wee the wee toy poodle, uh, we didn't take the other one for a while uh, at times and stuff like that. And it depends how big. If it's a big mountain, they don't. Or if it's too cold or whatever, they don't. Bad weather, they don't. But um, they do it mostly. Aye, we're good for it. Um, they do like the days out, they get, they get up and they run around a lot and then when they get back down, they sometimes go to sleep so you'll be like in the car back or whatever, they'll be sleeping or sometimes if it gets a wee bit whatever then we pick them up and just put them in a jacket or whatever. Uh, it's definitely something, it's something to get into though, like say you were saying about people, seeing people doing it and thinking, oh, it's like, it is like, as I was saying, it's like came into fashion or came into Aye. home, like, no, and I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, I think it's a class thing. Aye, definitely. Because I've seen, I seen a guy on the, uh, it was that kind of pure, typical like Scottish pure like, oh, but you did that for kind of thing, post of a guy being like, this guy being like, oh man, everyone's walking mountains these days, man. Ah, 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 kind of like doing the best. And I was like, wait, what can you actually do with somebody pretty criticise you for it? Because like, that, like, I want to talk about that, right? Aye. About you can't do anything without being criticised, especially for you. And my mindset is still so programmed that way that any time I try something, <laughs> or like before I started the podcast, my first and major concern was, will I get a slagging for this? Aye. Like, who really gives a fuck? But that... That is the first thing that went through my mind, and it's true. It'll be like, oh, everybody's climbing mountains these days, or you know, there's a few others. Are like, I remember when Nando's first came to Scotland, everybody's like, oh, everybody's away to Nando's these days. Like, fucking shut up, man. Like, why, why, why are we like that? Is that, is that just a human thing, or is that a, a West of Scotland attitude? What do you think? I, I don't know. I was, I was talking to people about it, and I was saying like, I don't know if it's just a Scottish thing or if it's like. If it's kind of, I, I think other cultures probably don't have it as much as us, probably. But I think people just think they can. Something people think they can do well in certain things, or they hold themselves back. Mm-hmm. Like I said to, I said to Chris about it, and we were talking about it at one point. And Chris McGuire, Chris McGuire, I was right. speaking to Chris about it a while back, and I was saying like we were saying like one of the things that maybe made me feel like I feel like growing up Scottish it used to be a really really negative place I remember going to school and it was like the the, the, the response to anything like honestly anything like you like you had you didn't have like a pair of like Nike trainers or something or you had like a slightly different pair of Nike trainers or something and people would be like aye what's that what are you doing that for all those are weird Anything that's perceived as like non-conformity is like immediately pounced upon. But but it's it's I think it's funny. I think it's funny the kind of like level of it. Like like both of us both of us would get fucking slated if we were back. Like fucking ten, if we were dropped in ten years ago, Aye. the way we were looking to do, both get slated. They get slated for my fucking glasses. Uh, I've got a luminous yellow. You got a yellow hoodie on. Uh, you'd get fucking. You just like things like that, man. Like 
mind people used to say things like they've got oh you can't wear your watch on your right wrist and all this Aye. stuff like that you can't do this just weird things and you were like what is like it's just weird things it was just anything that was assumed to be like like your pals would be like oh what are you doing that for what are you what are you doing, like what you reading a book for? Like, I know, what, you what you reading a book for? What Do you, you using a what you've like they would say weird things, it was just anything like you'd have like a wallet and then somebody'd be like, A wallet, mate? But you wearing jeans? I remember you wearing uh, a shirt, mate, what's that for? And you'd be like, What the fuck man? Like, years ago, I just uh, like and I, when I say years ago, I mean like fourteen years ago, I was like a proper right. wee guy. And uh, I was going into town with my pal. And I just came back for holiday. Aye. Now it was like July, right? And it was like 32 degrees. This was like 2006 or 2005. And it was wet. It was literally like one of the hottest days we've had on record. And we were going into town. And uh, I had been out the back. This is imprinted in my mind because I'm still raging about the slagging I got. Aye. Aye. I was sitting at the back. And we were into buy the new Celtic away strip. Me Aye. and my pal. And I wore flip flops, right? Aye. It's 32 fucking degrees. It's summer. I, can't, I don't want to explain this. And I get slagged for like five years because I wore flip flops in the town. <laughs> so, alright, sorry, because I didn't have a pair of case wash trainers on that day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's weird. And it's like everybody does it to everybody. A lot of people do it, but then everybody also acknowledges that we have this weird way of behaving or this way, weird way of slagging anybody who does something slightly different. I also think. Scottish people are like the tabloid press. We build people up, right? So Aye. we love the underdogs. Aye. So a great, a great example of that I think is Chris McQueer. Aye. Just young guy, East End of Glasgow. Aye. People see him, and they'll see themselves in him, maybe. Aye. You see, he's like a modest, humble guy. Aye. And people will push him and punt him and promote him. I dare say that he'll get to a certain point where people will go, who the fuck does he think he is? Aye. Kevin Aye. Bridges is another good example. When he first started, everybody loved him. Oh, he's a Glasgow comedian. See, now you'll get people say, like, somebody will flash a camera phone in, in Bridges' face. Aye. And he'll maybe go, can you fucking not do that? And they'll Aye. be like, oh, you're forgetting your roots. Aye. Like, How does that forget? Like, So I think, I don't know if, if, if we, I don't know, we just don't like it when people... Aye. We like to pull people down. Aye. It, 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 it really bothers me. The Americans, have, I like the Americans' approach to it. Or the Americans' attitude, that's pure positive. <laughs> they like to sell themselves. I hear if you ever see it. Anytime. When was it? We were out in a night out recently. And I, I heard people speak Spanish. So I spoke to them in Spanish. But I was like, oh, we get it. We get it. You speak Spanish. And I'm like, all right, one hand, that's funny. That. Aye. I like, I, I, I do speak it at any given opportunity, but also I think people need to realise my job is completely in Spanish, so I spend my, well, say 50-50, but the majority in Spanish. So I spend all my days speaking it, so to me it's quite a normal thing to just be doing it. Aye. But there is also people say that, aye, we get it, mate, aye, we get it. I'm like, oh, sorry, I'll just never fucking say it, say it in case you're here, just in case that annoys you. Aye. Um, aye, there's... Ah, you can't, you can't really do it. It sounds really negative as if we're moaning and berating it, the whole of Scotland. But. It's, it, it is a shame because I think it will hold people back and it even holds people back. Like, there's a lot of boys, you know, who are like folk you know or whatever, who it gets to like a point in uh, their life and then they realise they've missed out and things like that. Like, right. there's a lot of folk I know that are like, I'll talk to them and they'll be like, I am doing this thing. 
I've did what I tell him about it, and you're like, I know like, what you're doing or something. Or I've got like, I'm like making music or something like, right. and I feel like I've not told them they, and they're quite like, and you're kind of like, I sound that's the last one, like get it. But it's right. something that maybe they get held back for. So I think a lot of people are held back for doing these things. Right. Uh, and it's even like, like these are more specific things for just like I don't know. More out, more pe- people who want to be more out there or have slightly more like a like something slightly different in kind of like Scottish, mm-hmm. like Scot- more in Scotland or whatever. It's it's maybe even a bit out like I'm a bit more worried for them because I mean I'm just I'm just a guy that just like does things. I'm not Aye. doing that. Like, I'm not doing anything like absolutely outlandish. But uh-huh. then for somebody that's like doing something that they'll get pure insanely like torn to pieces for because like obviously like things like fucking like like homophobia in Scotland and stuff like that things like that would even just be it's like because we like to think ourselves a pure progressive country but when you see how much the smallest thing can get criticised or put in anything like that you're a bit worried for people who are like uh, yeah like, a, like I don't know you know uh, slightly more out of the mainstream or whatever Aye. anything uh-huh. you know kind of thing um, I don't know. You know, I don't know how to say it, but I. I know what you mean. Do you know who's probably another good example? I don't know anything about her, but see that last say Jamie Genevieve. Aye. I've, I might be making this up, right? Just to suit my point. Aye. But I feel like she might have had people saying, "Oh no, have you made a YouTube channel? Who do you think you're? Do you think you're somebody pure famous or something?" She. But now I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's fucking massive now. She's massive. She's like a kind of. She's cool. She's actually meant to like she's done it. Like, a lot of interesting stuff and uh, yeah, it seems like there was a bit of kind of criticism leveled at her for certain things and stuff like that. And aye, is that kind of thing you're saying? Like, I suppose anyone in the public sphere can get criticised for things or whatever. Like, aye. can get criticised. Uh, but it did seem a wee bit like it's as if the crowd, the, the, the thing will just change and turn on you kind of thing. I think maybe, with everyone though, I think it is important to pure try and stay, like, humble in a certain way, or at least engage in certain things, aye. and maybe always, and also be a wee bit, like, aware of what you're doing. But, aye, I did see, like, recently, I think people were saying, kind of, like, sometimes and stuff, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure she's grounded enough with her things. Like, she's she's got enough, like... She's, tra- she's probably like, I think she's like at the other side of the world. I've got coming back to Scotland and she's, I think she's, she'll be happy enough. Aye, I know, she'll be <laughs> She won't be troubled by it. I think she'll be okay, aye. Uh, it's funny, I think I could, I could be like. And she seems like a nice girl, actually. She's, uh, she responded to a thing I posted on time that I thought was funny. Oh, did she? Aye. What was it? Uh, <laughs> I posted a thing about uh, writing a. I write in fan fiction where I'm a samurai bodyguard for Jamie Genevieve <laughs> and it's a movie and then she responded to it being like oh my god like I don't know I can't remember what she said but she right. said and I was like and I was like oh I was like laugh my dog because I was like fuck and then I posted some more things about it later on and I thought it was funny I just thought it was so funny the idea is if I'm just a mad guy who's just like for just some like because see the way lassies lassies with Jamie Genevieve like, all these girls are like totally like I, I found out about her through like a lot of girls were talking about her and I was right. like alright who's this person oh she's got this big thing and it's quite interesting uh, but I just thought it would be so funny if I was just a guy who was totally like writing fan fiction and totally <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> no but she seems like a she seems cool aye, mm-hmm. aye good luck Jill fair play I think um, it's even if I had like 40 million in the bank aye and um, I don't know everything was going really well I feel like maybe somebody's snide comment 
on the internet would still line me up <laughs> it would still be a bomb like I'd still try and come out and fight them aye in my Lamborghini that like just pure ringing round my head <laughs> like the Simpsons leasing his braces Tento plan just these negative comments pure ringing around my head Um that's it we've been talking for an hour and 35 minutes fucking hour eh? we'll cut it there aye that's sound that's sound aye thanks very much for coming mate this, is, this has been fun I would like the best stuff can I didn't make it into the podcast but uh, we can't end it was off there yeah, but that's just how it is <laughs> cheers cheers